Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Chad Friend, and I'm joined, of course, on this Rawcast, on my left by Adam Coleman. I'm back. And on my right by Dave Stewart. Hey, guys. This wonderful Tuesday, the uh, 10th of December, 2013. So, uh, a bit to talk about today. Adelaide game, and the usual stuff, yes. basically. Adelaide game. 2-1 win. Mm-hmm. Come from behind. Good game. Seems like a long time ago now. Friday night game. Yeah, I was struggling to remember before the match. Well, it wasn't, the, the well, it, well, it wasn't overly memorable. No, it no. was pretty. It was pretty poor for performance, wasn't it? It was a pretty kind of ground out, scrappy win. Um, what did you make of it, Adam? Um, well, as we sort of said to start the show, it was a very scrappy performance. Um, we sort of had to really, you know, fight tooth and nail to get the three points. And I think it really highlighted just how bad Adelaide really are. And it's quite... I mean, that's the thing that really struck out for me. We seem to not need to get out of, you know, really first or second gear. But for this supposed, you know, Barcelona revolution, they're trying to get down there in South Australia. It just really isn't... I don't know where it's going to come from. Yep. I have to disagree a bit. I mean, Mm. Adelaide, for me... I'm not going to say they're the better team, but they weren't exactly horrible in Mm. comparison. Brisbane, they've got they've Brisbane, got good pieces. They got good pieces, and they got the right idea. But then just start executing, and their defence mm. is their weakest point. Yeah. On Brisbane side of things, I think we just had a bad game up until probably around about the 60th minute, where yeah, 60th minute or so, where Miller came on. I think he actually made a massive difference. Um, previously, we had well, we had Enrico on the right, who wasn't really doing anything all game. Uh, we had French in the middle, and while he can play in the midfield, in the centre of midfield, he's better on the on the wing, whether it be yeah. defensive yeah, or attacking. Sure. So I think that um, once French got moved out to the right, um, and Miller got brought back in the middle, we gained control of that midfield, which Adelaide had had control of really, and and really should have made us pay mm. throughout the course of that game. So I think. That's it highlighted that Adelaide probably aren't the finished product, but they're on their way. Yeah, you can certainly um, see with the personnel they've got, it's just going to take one or two little tweaks in the roster, mm. and there's no reason why that they can't have a good, consistent team perhaps next year. And Gombau says, oh, give me four years, which is ridiculous in the bold. A-League. Mm. But in all honesty, I don't think it would take them nearly that long uh, to get those pieces together. On a Brisbane side of, thing, though, side of things, though, it reminded me of this kind of the scrappy, gritty wins that we got under Ange Postacogli when we just needed to pull out a result. Yeah. When we weren't necessarily having the greatest of times, and I think back to the games like uh, Brisbane versus Victory at Etihad when Theo was... The crowd was calling for him for a handball. Yeah, yeah the, the three-all draw. Yeah. Three-all draw, and Matt McClay scored on the yeah. break, virtually last kick of the game and, yeah. and things like that. So I think... Um, I say, it was reminiscent of that kind of time, those times where we just had to just get a result. And it's we did that, and as a result, we're five points clear. Yeah, it's definitely that ability to get that go-ahead goal or tying goal in the last 15, 20 minutes yeah. to have that uh, extra effort. Absolutely. Cool. And I'll pull you up there because we'll show the highlights package of the goals. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Um, yeah, um, it was. it's kind of a... I don't know, it's kind of a, a weird game to analyse because mm. not a whole lot really happened. I mean, as you said, it was kind of scrappy, it was crappy, it was it was 
I'll tell you what was good though yeah. was Acton's performance yeah Acton was Acton, good Acton was a highlight and yeah. he really uh, there was a couple of occasions where he really kind of just pulled out some incredibly good stops that you know Theo may have done the same sort of thing but you know he, he's, he's put his hand in the right spot he's knocked the ball away where he needed to or he's taken a good catch the only fault that I have for Acton's game was probably the first goal where he came into the near post when there was already three defenders there and probably didn't need to be there yep but, you know, second game as a professional, you're going to make occasional mistakes like that. So you can't really hold it against him too much. So Pat kind of said last week, you know, is you know, I think it was a quick fire five question, is Act in the new keeper? Is he earn a contract, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, or can yeah. earn a contract or whatever. Considering, I don't know, what, what do you think? I mean, I know it's only been two performances, but um, it's come out today that that Theo is not a certainty to automatically mm. regain his spot mm. back. What do you think of that? Well, that's fair enough for Mulvey to say that he's not a certainty because he wants to make sure Theo keeps yeah, working to... Hunger, to yeah. yeah, has the hunger. At the well, I think time, also as well he wants to make sure that if a player's coming back, they're 100%. I think that's exactly. going to be the mindset. I think they've learned too much from previous seasons that if players are coming back just even slightly undercooked... Yeah. Um, Better the, not the, the risk it has, yeah. So yeah. that's why, obviously, Steph, think, Steph being rested for an extra week. You yeah, know. and I think uh, well, Bess is the same sort of thing as well. Uh, mm. I think Acton's actually due to, to play against Wellington as well. Yeah. And uh, in that same sort of article. So the fact he's getting a run of games so he can build up some sort of consistency or some sort of form or even give Mulvey a chance to really assess him properly Yeah, probably a good mm. thing. Yep, fair enough. And, uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to raise about the game? For me, it was... Just a bit of a blip. Yeah, well, well one thing that I sort of think of looking at the stats was obviously it was an equal mix, pretty much 50-50 as far as possession. Um, obviously, we're trying to be the team that, that dominates with possession, but I suppose in essence that's what Adelaide is trying to do as well. So really it was both those teams' um, strengths both both being nullified, so they had to work with um, what they had. Uh, apart from that, you know, it was, um, wasn't was a dirty game. It was a sort of a good free-flowing game. Um Obviously fouls here and there, but uh, not a lot of yellows. Um, yeah, no, it's it's weird to sort of think, well, having now seen this game, you know, where do Adelaide really fit in with the league? Are they a top six side this season? I think I think on paper they're better than what we've seen so I think far. Adelaide are at number six. If they're right. going to get in, they'll hit six. But it's so yeah, difficult I... to call because <clears throat> Newcastle's awful. But they're coming yeah. third. Yeah. I mean, well, Sydney's awful. I can see. Uh, I can see Adelaide making a late run. Coming, though. Yeah. I can see them making a late run towards the back end of the season. Maybe getting to seventh. Maybe getting to sixth. Mm. Uh, and just kind of, uh, I won't say making up the numbers, but you know, really kind of putting the pressure on towards the end, and people thinking, "Well, okay, we're playing sixth place in the finals here." It's that Adelaide's been on a good run. Yeah, be on our guard. Won't necessarily win. Yeah. Adelaide, well, well, Adelaide made up the numbers against us last year. Remember that first final we played? No, 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 story, no. Adelaide were third because we were the ones who came yeah. in with yeah, the West Sales. In the so. final, oh yeah, they were, they were oh yeah. Up. Adelaide started strong and they just collapsed in the second part yeah. of the season yeah, to the yeah, point yeah. where Volpanis. That's, that's what I think. Can. I think it's the opposite. It may be the opposite for them this season where they just started off really crap and slow and they'll build up to similar to what we did really yeah. to that kind of apex where they're playing hopefully we're not third game. and they're not sixth and, and they do the dirty on us uh, yeah thanks for us that would suck there we go um yeah, fair enough. I tell you what, one thing I do want to raise is the prospect of this week's game. Um, because we're playing Wellington. There's a good chance that we're gonna win. Um, but also Newcastle is playing Western Sydney, I believe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, which at I, Western Sydney. At Western Sydney, which oh, yeah. makes it a, a 
what, a two Pro- verse three or yeah, a proverbial six pointer, really? A, a two verse three, basically thing. Which means if Newcastle wins and going on form, mm. uh, Newcastle will win this match. Yeah. Um, it sets us up for Another a second one v two in less than what three four weeks, less yeah. than a month. Yeah, at home um, as well. At home at as home, well. Yeah. So uh, that's something tasty to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you yeah. guys think about that? Be great. It would, I mean, it would be interesting. I mean, Van Egmont, for me, I sort of thought at the start of the season was walking on eggshells, but now all of a sudden he's he's putting the pieces together. Look at Farina. He's surprised. Yeah, yeah, doing the same. But I don't know. I don't know. It, I'd, I'd like to see him. Strong. I'd like to see him string together a few more wins. Yeah, I'd like to see him string a few more better, better. Um, but there's games that, together. there's the thought process. I suppose, and this for myself anyway that. Yeah, Newcastle have obviously had a few good performances and they really kind of put together a bit of a, a run. But they're a young side, so can they sustain it? And we know teams like Brisbane, we know teams like West Sydney, they can go on these runs and sustain that form for a while. Will the young kids at, at Newcastle be able to do that as well? Mm-hmm. I suppose that's what you think. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's next week. That's I next week, yeah. And coming back to that, I just wanted to address that as well. I hope it is. Uh, but I don't want to be so disrespectful to Wellington um, that, that, that this week's a formality. But sometimes mm. it's not. I mean, look at the it's, first game. It's still it's, an away it's game. A, it's a tough game. It's an away it's game. The, it's an international fixture. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a travel, travel you have to Yeah, learn. there's a travel yeah. aspect and all of that. Right, do you yeah. think we're going to win? What do you think is going to happen in Windy Welling? Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say we probably will. Yep. Um, look, Wellington are a good side, and, they've, and the results probably haven't done them justice in regards to their performances um, I think that they will they'll fight for everything they possibly can but as the season's gone on they've kind of just shown they'll just not quite be there and I can't see it changing against us um, a little yeah. bit like Hart not bad like I can yeah I, I think Hart well I won't say they're like Hart because I think Hart up pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but I don't but think Wellington's not that bad. No, I wouldn't look at Wellington and say they're a crap team. Yeah. yeah. I look at Wellington and say, well, look, they've had some... But how can you say... Yeah, slot, but I mean, but how can you say that when harder above them on the table, aren't they? No, they're equal no. on points. Equal on Hard points. Yeah. yeah, harder on the bottom still. <clears throat> yeah, there you but go. still, equal on points. They both had four draws yeah. this year, and that's it. Yeah, like and no wins, yeah. And no wins, they're, they're both... Well, Wellington's not one, have they? No. Neither of them won. That's correct, yeah. Because when they play each other, it's a nil-all draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, one for the purists. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, I don't think Wellington are a bad side. I just think they've had a, possibly just a bad run. I think the whole... You when did they play at a nil-all draw? <laughs> I think it was the one at Nelson Park or something. It wasn't even at the Cape 10. They, oh, they, they, I that was they, Perth. No, they they did the same with Perth. I think they had two games. Oh, okay, okay right. They had two games that were bought from um, from Wellington. Moved away yeah. from the Cape Town, and they were both dire. That was yeah. quite a nice stadium, though. Mm. Nice little J League esque yeah. stadium. Yeah. I feel yeah. made yeah. me a bit excited. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, w League, a win for Brisbane Raw with Kelland Knight. Elise Kelland Knight. Yeah, yeah, winner. Yeah. Eighth minute, good on you, Elise. Yeah, and Elise. Uh, the women said they're actually not doing too bad. They're sitting second. They're sitting second. Second on goal difference. Yeah. Second on goal difference. So, I mean, yeah, they got bad start to the round or bad start to the season, but they've they've started. 
Doing right now. Good on you, lass. Lasses. Lassies. Yes. Uh, and I see, are you about to bring up what I'm about to bring up? All I was going to bring up with the W League is obviously there's um, a home match this weekend. Yep. Mm. If I recall, I can't remember who it's against or where it's, it is. Uh, against Adelaide. At QSAC. Oh, there we go. QSAC, 2pm. 2pm on Saturday. 15-12. Awesome. 2013. So, uh, yeah, get down there if you can make it. I unfortunately can't, but I'm sure you guys... Now, is this the, now, is this the TV match? Because I believe both the QSAC games, I think it's Is that TV. Sunday or Saturday? That's a Saturday. That's 30 minutes before our kick-off time it for is? the A-League. No, that's it is. Sunday the 15th. Oh, is it? Yeah, because the ABC game is the Sunday. There you go. There you go. You're there you go. I thought it was the same day as our game. Uh, no, no. And uh, what I would say about that, get down, because you get the chance to see, I think, one of the top three. Yep. Or the, yeah. Uh, well, the, just, just nominated for... Uh, that's what I was deal. going to, to pull up as yeah. the official formal nomination goes in. She's... Yep. Nadine Andra. She's been shortlisted, yeah, to a list of three female... Um, should we, yeah, should we play that thing, not, not Kellen Knight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, um, no, no, no Thomas Broge. Next time. Next time, at least. Yeah. She uh, might be in the uh, the Joanna the uh, Joanna Warren medalist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? I, I see what you did I there. I took Johnny, and then I made yes, it a yeah. female's name. Yeah. Um, uh, I should probably find out what the, the, the top medal is. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, National Youth League, Adelaide United won. Melling in the 66th minute um, versus uh, Brisbane Raw losing. Brisbane Raw 3. Um, Alton Doug uh, in the 7th minute. Petratos in the 10th. And then Borello in the 72nd. Just to round it off. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think actually Adelaide were down to 10 men at one session that game yeah. as well. Yeah. So we've scored two goals. It's bloody Adelaide, isn't it? Bodies mm. in the barrel, you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, that's oh, it's a, it's a violent place. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's right. That's One doesn't simply walk down the Rundle Street Mall. No, you know, it's it's not it's not that they easy. Run really right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> you run away. Anyway, screaming. moving on from that, um, and just just on the the lads there as well, they're sitting in fourth as well. So despite the absolute shellacking they got against Perth, um, who incidentally is sitting second last in the youth league. The, the young lads aren't doing too bad either, and they um, they play the AIS on Sunday. And I refuse to cop anything about that comment before because that was Snowtown and not Adelaide. Mm. And so either way, a good weekend for the Brisbane Roar. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, three away games, three wins. Yeah. Pretty good. Am I just digging myself deeper? Should I oh, just talk more about Snowtown here or what? We'll just skip on to the next. We can edit all yeah. that. Now. I like that. Right. Bloody hell! Adelaide doesn't have television. They're not going to bloody catch me. You know? <laughs> they don't have internet. They don't have internet. Yeah. If I can, if I can recall a phrase that our Paul McDermott used to say about Adelaide from Good News Week, Adelaide tap water, too thick to drink, too thin to plough. <laughs> Good one. Indeed. Um, <laughs> there you go. Next game, Wellington Phoenix. Is there anything else you guys want to say about that? It's Brisbane time, 2.30 local. That's a 5.30pm. I, I, I have my own sort of comment about it. I could almost say it almost qualifies as a raw cast reaction. I'm going to throw a bold prediction out there. I think where we're sitting now with the Phoenix, if they don't start really putting something decent together maybe in the next five years, I think they're gone. As a, it's, club. It's, as a club. As a club. Wow. I, I just look at how they've sort of gone since the start. Um, obviously, I think bringing in Merrick was a good idea. Um, we you have, think it's such a good idea? Why isn't it working? 
Well, I suppose it's, well, I suppose it's, takes if, it's time. Such a good, if it's such a good idea, why do you think they're going to be gone in five years? Well, I think unless they can really justify, you know, maybe good crowds, if they keep sort of hanging around that sort of bottom half of the attendances, and if the A-League starts to look to expand and grow, I could easily see a team in, you know, maybe a secondary market, maybe a Wollongong, maybe... Um, a reborn Gold Coast, a reborn North Queensland, saying to the Wellington Phoenix guys, rather than waiting for expansion, we will buy out your licence. See, I think you're wrong. I think you're 100% right. I don't think that... And if you look at their history, in terms of crowds, okay, they've not been here in Brisbane level. That's mm. fine. That's the Wellington uh, fan base at the moment, which they have to build on. But mm. in regards to um, the, the performances on the pitch, they're not... I mean, they've had a couple of bad years, yeah. Look mm. at Melbourne Heart, though. Melbourne Heart have had four or five bad years as well, mm. and that's their entire existence. Um, you know, yeah, it, but it, Melbourne will always get given the time of day because you know they're in a in, they're in such a big football market that it's perhaps not a great idea to you know dilute Melbourne back to a one team league. But really? people are talking about axing Melbourne, Melbourne Heart as well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's the constant rumours yeah. about be honest, Melbourne and... and to be honest, I think getting rid of the clubs, the two bottom clubs at the moment, just because they're having bad seasons is ridiculous. Because at the end of the day, Wellington have made it to the finals in the past. They've performed and they've actually, I think they made it to a prelim final just because they haven't made it to That was against Sydney, yeah. 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 Oh, and, do and, you and regard like, Adam's comment as hyperbole and uh, just irrational fear? Irrational hyperbole. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Hyperbole? <laughs> hyperbole. Is, is that what you're calling hyperbole now? Yes, I'm going to change it to hyperbole. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no. Um, but that's my uh, reaction to your Rawcast reaction question. Okay. <laughs> but in the case of Phoenix at the moment, um, certainly getting Ernie Merrick, as far as the, one of the best available coaches, was a good decision. Um, mm. He was certainly one Agreed. of the best available names on the table if you're going to replace a guy with Ricky Herbert's experience. Their squad... Seems to run very hot and cold. I mean, Hernandez, when he's in his prime, is very good, but he's now in his mid-30s. Steinheisigans at times, you know, looks like a sprightly, you know, late 20-year-old, and then sometimes he looks like the 36-year-old that he is. If you're looking at the future of perhaps even New Zealand football going forward... Um, well, they're talking about merging Oceania into Asia. Yeah, well, hopefully, well, hopefully, look, if that happens, At least and that softens us, yeah. the aspect for, for example, AFC Champions League, for them to then say, well, okay, we can allow Wellington Phoenix into um, a competition in that respect, you know, maybe even um, if, it, if, it, if it then allows the A-League to maybe then add a second New Zealand team, that's all well and good. But if, however... Uh, the view of New Zealand football is is that they're kind of treading water at the moment. I just want to pull I just up, have my issues with Phoenix going forward. I just want to pull up one thing that I want to say about the Phoenix. What is New Zealand's number one sport? Oh, it's union. Rugby union. Rugby union. Yeah. Uh, sheepdog trials. What, <laughs> what are New Zealand's three biggest cities? Uh, Wellington, Auckland and... Christchurch. Christchurch, yeah. Why is it that... Wellington play out of a circular stadium. Circular stadium in what is it? 60, 70k, maybe capacity 55, 40. Um, no, it's, it's high 30s. Oh, is it really only high yeah, 30s? Yeah, okay. I think it's about 38,000 they get. Because I was going to say, surely in a place that has Super Rugby, very strong ITM Cup 
club rugby, mm. local yeah. rugby, yeah. why in the heck don't they have rectangular a stadium. rectangular yeah. stadium of 20,000 people? Okay, should we point out in the case of um, Westpac, it's a similar situation with Eden Park in uh, Auckland. The way the stadium is designed, it's a sort of a hybrid rectangle oval ground. Like designed, Etihad, almost. Um, yeah, to a degree. And, yeah. it's, and it's designed more so for the fact that they can have their rugby union in the winter and cricket in the summer. They, they obviously just don't quite have the money to be able to have a separate rectangular stadium and a circular stadium for cricket. So that's kind of so why they've got this half and half, yeah. But see, that's the thing, is that they could keep Westpac for cricket, they could keep Westpac for super rugby, mm. certain large ITM cup matches, which is a domestic New Zealand rugby union competition, yeah. and, and you know, for, for and, and, other ITM and key, cup... And key all-white games. If yeah, yeah, make yeah, and, and, and things like that. And otherwise, just have that. Obviously, I don't know, Wellington, but I mean, if, if Dunedin can afford it, yeah, I'd true, like to yeah. think that Wellington can afford yeah, it. Yeah, true, yeah. Anyway, go figure yeah, yeah. That's not the This mm. isn't the Yellow Fever podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, right. Let's get into the uh, hot, starts, um, hot starts hot uh, starts segment I'll take, I'll take by, it away. by Adam. Cool. Um, obviously, the Raw have had a very good start of the season, 21 points in nine games. So the one thing I wanted to do was have a look at how our start to the season compares historically. So we'll just bring up a little uh, interstitial uh, onto the screen right now. So if you're listening to this on your Jellycast, make sure you get to the YouTube and check it out. Um, in which we compare how our start to the season compares historically with um, the starts for all the previous eight seasons of mm, the A-League. Mm, mm. Now what you can see is our start is the second best ever in A-League history. 21 points from nine games. Yeah, unfortunately, I've got to bring a printout, so I'm going off memory. Um, the only team that had a better start was Melbourne Victory in the 06-07 season when they actually won their first seven games. <clears throat> now, I should also point out as well, you'll see, um, obviously, the number of games listed differ. I based it on the first third of the season because uh, the notion is, is that we play each team three times, so that was sort of my, my scale. As you can see, if you look at the table of the top ten uh, all-time starts to the season, five of the other nine teams would go on to win the Premier's Plate, seven of those nine teams would go on to play in the Grand Final, and five of the nine would win the Grand Final. So historically, where we've set ourselves up now, um, our ability to be there at the end of the season, you know, hopefully winning a second Premier's Plate, hopefully hosting a third Grand Final, winning a third Championship, We've given ourselves the best opportunity to, you know, achieve these goals. I mean, we remember what it was like last year. We got to round 10, round 10 or 11, you know, playing Melbourne Heart, losing 4-1, sitting bottom of a 10-team table. And at that point, we knew what the challenge was for the back half of the season. The fact that we've addressed that issue and started very strongly statistically means our chances of getting silverware at the end of the season are looking really good. Mm. That's a, it's an interesting thing to say. Who do you think, I mean, based on your statistical analysis, mm-hmm. um, let's type it into the computer, mm-hmm. the computer says who will be our likely opponent in the grand final, do you think? Whew. Well... See, for me, it's too boggy. It's too boggy at the moment. Sydney, well, you look at Sydney, Newcastle, there's about three or four teams that are on the same number of points. And like the, three and points what was that statistic that was thrown up the other day? We're five points... 
Five clear, points clear. Yep. But of second place, but yeah, then the but distance between and like seven, seven or something seven, like is points. like three or four points. Yeah. Aren't yeah. Melbourne going awful? Victory. I was going to say which one. Yeah, um, both of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, after Ange left, um, it's just tailed off. Yeah, they've been the. They've they been win very the well. Who did they play? Who, who did Melbourne play? Victory? On the weekend, they yeah. played Newcastle. They lost two one. Yeah, lost two one. Yeah, no, um, certainly, certainly what we're seeing at the moment, I suppose, is that Brisbane are the top-tier team. I don't think there's any question about that. Perhaps Melbourne Heart are easily a team not to, to make the top six. All those positions in between, I think, are up for grabs. Um, maybe Wellington, if they don't start getting a wriggle on, might start falling out of that conversation. Um, maybe same with Adelaide, but again, I think they've got the pieces that on the run home they could have a good run. Well, who else is there sitting out? Think of the four teams that will sit out. If you say at this stage, uh, Hart, Phoenix, what do you've got? Perth and... Well, at the moment, I think Central, what, Central Coast. Coast. Central Coast oh. is sixth. Yeah. I think it is. Uh, and Damn, we've got a table yeah, here. Let's have a look. Here. Wow. That would have come in handy. So, uh, Central sorry, Coast Victory are sixth, sorry. Victory are sixth place. Perth Glory are in seven. And Central Coast. Uh, You've got to say that's actually how it might end up. Uh, going from the bottom up, Hart, Phoenix, Adelaide, Glory. That's, you know, I can see those top six cementing there. Yeah. Because I can't see I, I think the experience of Central Coast will get them in, and Perth still seem like a work So I'm still project. hanging my hat on my pre-season prediction that Central Coast won't make the top six. Mm. So I was kind Newcastle of Jets is going to be the interesting factor. Uh, is the bubble, bubble going to burst? I reckon the top... It's so hard to write off victory, though, but I don't know what Muscat's doing, but it's hilarious. Well, I, sp- well, I don't forget on the run home as well, how will being in the Asian Champions League affect these teams? Yeah. Oh, that's that's so that's great. what hopefully will give us an advantage. We're gonna win. I don't want to jinx this, but, you know, I've had a few dreams recently where we're going to win the league. Mm. Like we're gonna, I, I can see it. I can. We're gonna win the league. I'm, like, glad, I don't that, wanna, I'm glad that was the dream you told us about. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to <laughs> jinx this, but I can seriously see us winning the league. I mean, I could always seriously see us winning the league. Yeah. But now I 100 percent believe. But yeah, now that we've seen yeah. us against every other team yeah. in the league. Yeah. Um, certainly. I mean, if you look at the way that we've gone in regards to little form slumps, international duty. Um, losing key players. I mean, there was a real fear when we lost Borussia that we weren't going to do particularly well. I think we've seen yeah. the elevation of the young guns with, you know, Yaboa. Um, that's about it, really. Um, <laughs> that, Brown, that, that, Donaghy. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, well, Brighton even. Well, if you look at the Morello. squad, well, if you look at the squad we had on the weekend. Okay, we've got, we go to Adelaide and we have in our back line Alton, Acton, Brown, Donaghy, Hingett. You know, four guys under the age of twenty-four. Mm. Now that's a bold move for any A-League coach, but the fact that all four of these guys have come in and they're starting to look natural in these roles um they look very comfortable starting and that's what we wanted to have we, we didn't want to have that that gap between losing the experienced form guys bringing in these young guns but what they've shown has been so positive cool quick five five all right guys thanks a lot for uh, your questions again this week everyone um we actually had a lot of questions uh sent through some of them were very similar but uh so i thought i'd pick out a couple of them uh sift through some of them and get with the best one that was uh, i suppose best worded We'll start off with Steve Saunders. Uh, will Theo get walk back into the lineup, or has Acton done enough to force Theo to the bench? I'm assuming he's not talking about this week, given that we know the answer to that. Um, when Theo's fit, we'll start with Chad. Um, Acton has shown enough, uh, very promising signs, but not to knock Theo to the bench. 
Cool. Adam? My answer was Theo returns only if 100% fit. Cool. Anything less, just keep him So he, he'll, he'll knock Acton back to the bench. Correct, right? yes. Cool. And I agree. I think Acton will go back to the bench, but that's not a bad thing. We know what he can do now, mm. which is good. Uh, this one from Ben Clark, our old friend Ben, who has been on the show in the past. Uh, thanks, Ben. At what stage will we actually lose a game, name the round and opponent? Adam. I have earmarked, and this is a horrible game to pick of all of them, I have picked Sydney on Boxing Day. I think there's going to be a very interesting game. Get out game. of this room now. <laughs> you are not allowed to be on so, the so, so are we call, So we're calling Pat back next week. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad. Uh, despite what Adam uh, thinks, the correct answer is, is that we won't lose for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's correct. That's that's mm. correct. We won't lose for the rest of the season. Um, being 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 honest honest enough to pick out a game, I can see us maybe losing to victory in January. Yeah. See, I can't. I just my, my opinion. Said, my he, opinion wanted me, he wanted us to pick we, a game. If we're going to lose, I think it's going to be an away game. I don't think we'll go undefeated for the rest of the season. At what stage away. will we actually lose a game? A valid Next stage season. is never. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's your answer. All right, there we go. Fair enough. Uh, this one from Xavier Chadwick. Um, on the presumption that Ivan French would be leaving the club at some stage, would you consider David Williams a viable replacement for Ivan French? And do you think he could adapt to our more controlled style of play? Chad. No one, no. Adam. I like the idea. The only thing is maybe is David Williams more of a ball hog than perhaps an Ivan French? So that's the thing. I think I think Williams at Melbourne Heart is that is that an impolite way of saying he likes to hold the ball. He likes to you know control. <laughs> no, the ball. He likes no, it no. to be all about him. No, no the polite way of saying it, he holds the ball up a lot. Yeah, he, he yeah. said he hogs the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit of both. <laughs> um, I like. Uh, I don't think he's a viable replacement for Frenish because Frenish has a, too many defensive capabilities. That Williams doesn't. Too many yeah. attacking capabilities. Too many capabilities. Too many, many strings string to his bow. But can right. he? I mean, I mean, not as well as he's not. Yeah, he not, can't attack as well as Frenish. No, I'm sure as I, I, I'd probably see Hingard. Well I'd probably see Hingard as more of a replacement to Frenish than, yeah. than Williams. Actually, that would be um, very cool. Like uh, and do you think he could adapt to a more controlled style of play? Yeah, I think he could adapt. Um, he's playing with a bunch of muppets at the moment who can't play football. In the main, what do you think about Mifsud? Yeah, especially Mifsud. Mm. I've got him he's... in my fantasy team for some reason, and I never changed it since I put him in there. And yeah. He's done probably nothing, um, but definitely Mifsud. Um, but yeah, I, I think he could adapt. But he's... that Mifsud. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure our Malta demographic just went down about three yeah, people, yeah, yeah. of which we only had three people. We anyway, had three so... people. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Malta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come back. Um, Fourth question from Andrew Apps. Uh, would you be okay with the club letting Steph go and use his wages to keep Barisha? Chad, since you look like you really want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but I would really like to see Steph retained in some capacity. I mean, if Steph's time to go, it's kind of a long-term injury, mm. um, you know, and at the end of the season, if, if Steph needs to go, then he needs to go, but I'd like to see us use his non-salary capped wage is just a staff member being retained mm, yeah. um, in, in some capacity. Maybe he can be kit man or something. What a waste of his talent. No, I don't mean to be condescending. So he's taking over from Dazzles is what you're saying. No, he's taking yeah, over from Ian Dazzle. Yeah. I'm through the line. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm Dazzle's assistant. Oh, okay. <laughs> Assistant to the dazzle. Assistant to the kit man. I'm, I'm spitballing here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, that was an example of, 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 you know, how 
what what can what yeah, how can we happen? utilize yeah, yeah 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 we can use them in some capacity surely yeah um, Adam I thought it was a bit of an ambiguous question if we were talking this year and the notion was would you want Steph to retire soon next year yeah let's call it next year well if he's well if he's saying that next year um yeah. well obviously yeah I mean that's a that's a bit of a, a rhetorical yeah. question of course of course if funds become available in the salary cap and we can use that to boost Bruce's contract of course the other part of that question I'm saying is is that if the club's letting Steph go as in he might want to play for another year but the club's saying look we got Brown we're happy with Brown we'll thank you but yeah if it was something like that um, yeah I would be happy with seeing them let um, let Steph go having said that look he'll be 34 end of next season and I think all the all the conjectures that he will retire yeah. can we start off from Kitman spot <laughs> I, I think it's, yeah I think assistant Kitman I don't want to put yeah, that yeah. job um, I would tend to agree that if the club was to to release Steph um, or he was to retire um, release would, him into the wild release him into the <laughs> into the, into the <laughs> The ex-Norwegian players. The, the ex, I think, that's, the, I think the they ex used to play together, didn't they? Yeah, I know. Lillstrom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought they played with Tromsø, but yeah. But yes, yeah, so I'd be happy for him to use part of that to keep, to, to, to pay Borussia. Yeah. They'd obviously need to still pay for another player to come in because he'd be below the 20, so we would need to pay for that somehow. But I can see him, I honestly can see him moving into a, a, a defensive coaching role or some sort. Yep. Anyway, fifth and final question, this one from Ash Wynn. What is your favourite away trip and why... Adam. Well, I think this is going to be a pretty universal answer. That would be the almighty gas men known as FC Tokyo. That would be seeing them in May 2012. That, that wanna, was a lot of fun. I just want to point that out, that Adam stole that from me, oh. actually. What, the line or the, the jersey? The answer? The, the line, I think I, the I answer. Stole, he stole it from me. No, no I thought of it Oh, you first. stole it from me. Um, my correct answer would the best trip would be Tokyo or anywhere in Asia, man. Or going yeah. to Uzbekistan would be a great laugh. Like, can you imagine, you know, if North Korea gets all cylinders firing <laughs> and we get to go play April 25 in the May Day Stadium? Oh. Holy dude. FC Pyongyang. Mate, we will yeah. get deported from there at quick smart. Yeah, yeah. No, I see, that's the that's beauty of the thing. You don't, you can't really get in trouble in North Korea. You just get, your handlers get the chop, which is a good way to blackmail you. Um, um, because you, you feel sorry for those guys. Um, you oh. know, that's a total tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, yeah you know, that'd be great. I would love to see us do more Japanese trips. I mean, yeah. who... Well, let's make let's, the Champions League first. We'll do that. Yeah, I was going to say, let's think about the three teams who have gone to, excluding uh, Emperor's Cup, who are, who are in the ACL as of now, even yeah. though we won't play them. Yeah. We've got Hiroshima. Yeah. We've got... The Yokohama's in there? Yeah, we've got Yokohama. Yokohama, Flugel Marinos. Yeah. And who won to make... Uh, Kawasaki Frontale were the third team. Yep. They beat the Marinos. So Kawasaki and Yokohama are in essence in Yokohama, sort of, basically, yeah. at Tokyo Bay. Mm. Um, and Hiroshima, I reckon Hiroshima would be great. I'd love to mm. see Sendai. I'd love to yeah. see, I'd love to see Kyoto, man. Uh, Serizo Osaka. A lot of people <laughs> go on about Gamba. Yeah. But I reckon Serizo would be a nice little to be honest, I'd be I'd be stuck here to Aurora again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we'll see, we'll, well, well, you can meet me to the stadium this time. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is Aurora would be great, but I love those little personal grounds. Yeah, you know? yeah, the little small grounds. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was lucky when I went um, on the 2012 trip. I ended up seeing um, five different J League games. Tokyo Verdi at Ajinomoto would be great as well. At Tokyo, oh, if if Verdi could get back into J1. 
a to- an FC Tokyo Tokyo Verdi. All right, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, I don't want it back here because yeah. you've yet to have my answer for the quick five five, and we're just going to random tangent. You may have guessed, so, especially if you've got me on Facebook yeah. that we're giant Japanese football nerds. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my answer is Tokyo as well in terms of the trip that I have been on. Um, that was mm. a fantastic trip on a domestic sort of front. Um, I would have to say. Uh, Wellington was good, but probably Melbourne pips. Yeah, victory. Victory is fun. Victory. victory yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, fun. the only domestic away trips I've done was um, both in the 09-10 season. Was um, North Queensland Fury. Oh, and that was Adelaide. a great trip, actually. Yeah, so Gold Coast was, was always fun. fun. Gold Coast. Was Gold fun. Coast is always a yeah. good trip on yeah. Boxing Day. Mm. Anyway. Always on Boxing Day. And that. Uh, well, predictions. That's it. Oh, yeah, predictions. Let's do that. Um, Bring so, it home. so the only person who got a point was Dave, who correctly predicted the score. Got the score. Um, Six nil, Pat. Now, this Friday night, victory versus Perth. Who's going to win? Uh, I've tipped victory three one. Adam, I am tipping victory two nil. Do we do scores or just winners? Uh, yeah, do scores. All right. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this is winner, so I'm just going to okay. stick it up to you by just saying a winner. <laughs> victory, victory to beat Perth. Yep. Um, first, uh, Brisbane. Let's do it this way. Okay. So, oh god, what am I saying? Um, versus, this week, Brisbane, Brisbane versus Wellington. Yes. Um, winner score first goal scorer Adam. I'm tipping a one-all draw. <sighs> Barisha. You're always the one that's <laughs> that tips against Brisbane. When, when, when we're on the road. When we're on the road. <laughs> I've tipped 2-0 Brisbane with Barisha as well. Because he's been too good lately. Yeah, I've picked 2-0 uh, Brisbane um, uh, for for us to beat Wellington with Barisha. Mm. Uh, so we've tipped exactly the same. Yeah. What happens if there's an own goal? I'm pretty sure no one is a Does it count? <laughs> yes, first Bris- first first, goal? We've been doing first Brisbane goal scorer. Yeah. yeah. So, Barisha. Well, <laughs> well you, if you can go see Barisha and say, hey, put an own goal in, yeah, we'll give you a, a point. You may as well, yeah. you may as well uh, go to like one, match fixing you may as well go to one, one of the young defenders saying, can you just like knock this into the goal You know, early, early on? That, that's where you get your own goal winning. Cool. There you go. And we're done. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chad Friend. I've been joined, of course, as most of the time by Adam Coleman. Sayonara. And most of the time by Dave Stewart. See you guys. Um, have a good one, and we'll probably see you next week. See ya. Bye.